Welcome to the Let's Do Lunch podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you are out there doing some Black Friday shopping. Today, I'm always with my friends, Angie Resells and Rachel Strickland. Hello. So I hope you guys are out there having a ball and having the best life ever day after Thanksgiving. So tell me, do you guys go Black Friday shopping? Is that a thing? Do you guys, or do you avoid it like the plague? I used to go Black Friday shopping. I remember, I have like all these fond memories of when I was a kid and things. Now I hate it. Oh, I, I mean, hate crowds. Hate I hate standing in long lines and all that kind of stuff. So I do almost all of my Black Friday shopping online. Oh, yeah. So I just look at all the ads. Like, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, we sat around and, like, look at the ads. And a lot of the sales started yesterday. So um, you can buy most everything you need. The only thing I miss is J.C. Penney's, which is such a lame thing. <laughs> at 5 a.m. this morning, they gave away um, little cards, and you had a chance to win. Well, everybody won at least $10 off, but you yeah. can win up to $500. And I was like, I want to be there. I want to be there. But do I really need to stand in line at JC Penney's for $10 yes. at 5 a.m.? Yes. So, so I, I did do that. I would stand in line. <laughs> we have many years. Yeah. Did you stand in line, Rachel? Oh, I thought you meant you stood in line this morning for the $10. They don't do it anymore, do they, Angie? Yes. They yes. do? They like this morning, they, do they were doing again. it. Oh, I didn't know they still did that. No. Well, Okay. This is like the thing, my brother and I, this is our family tradition. This, like some people are like, we get together for Thanksgiving and we have this big spread. We do that. But while we're eating, we have all the ads out on the page on the, and we are looking through all of them and circling things and making a plan of attack and get lists together and deciding who's going to be in line where. And, you know, then we look at the temperature at three in the morning and see what it's going to be and who's going to be wearing their coveralls. I mean, it's a, it's a deal. And we have matching hats that we wear. So that we can get ready to go. So that way you can see everybody, you know, with all those people, you got to be able to pick out your, your team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then um, we would go to sports authority in the mornings. Of course, sports authority isn't there anymore. And you would stand in line for the $10 and we would always get the $10, but twice we won either the $250 or we won the $500 one year and I lost my mind when we won the $500. Did, what, did you buy something memorable? Well, because there was a bunch of us standing in line, we each got a hundred dollars. So oh, nice. we split it with everybody um, so That's that we nice. could all get something. And we got like, you know, Under Armour coats or something really great that year. But I'll put a picture because we took pictures of it and we are just like, wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, yeah. my oldest one, we would go to Penny's and then to Belk, which opened like two hours later. And she won $200 like two years ago on, on that. So it was pretty fun. And it's nice to be able to go there and just buy some, you know, something mm -hmm. stupid that you get for free or whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, I think it's interesting that this year, Black Friday is back to being Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. for a couple years, it went from, you know, opening at midnight to Thanksgiving day at two o'clock mm -hmm. in the afternoon. Yeah. And since, you know, since everyone was quarantined, 
like last year they didn't do hardly anything, but this year it's back to opening up actually on Friday and yeah. everybody's home at Thanksgiving. I appreciate that so much because that's one of the reasons we stopped doing Black Friday was because like, like at my house, if you, I don't care if it's Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, if you don't get gas the day before, you don't get gas because we are not going anywhere where we're going to oh. make someone work. I refuse to do it. Yeah. Like, because here's the deal. If we would all avoid going to any of these places on the days where you wouldn't want to work, but you're making someone else, like they wouldn't open. Think about it. If the gas station, if no one showed up on Thanksgiving, they wouldn't open. Which yeah, is yeah. fine. Like they're going to survive because people are going to get their gas before and they're going to get their gas after. But I just think about like that, that worker that has to sit there and yeah. you're in retail. So you're having to deal with people, but like having to sit there on Thanksgiving. And so you're either taking like some teenage kid away from their family to work, whatever job it is, or you're taking like a mom away from her kids and so, yeah, yeah, like if you need it, you better get it the day before a holiday at my house yeah. because I will not let you go to a grocery store, to a gas station, like unless it's pay at the pump. I guess that's OK. <laughs> I worked Black Friday at, at, at retail and I thought it was Ew. so much fun. I, I'm oh, probably you liked it. Oh, Where did you work? I'm the anomaly. So so I had a brick and mortar store, so I would work that for years, but I've been going Black Friday shopping for like 25 years back when they would like give you free things. But can you imagine working at like Walmart during Black Friday? No. I worked at, I worked at Aerie one year. Oh. It was bonkers. Yeah. It was so oh fun, but it was bonkers. You enjoyed it? Uh, yeah, but I am the anomaly. I, mm. I do realize that yeah, I'm people get. They're supposed to be like, yay, happy and cheerful. Yeah. People are mean. Yeah. We went to Ross and Marshall's yesterday and this lady was just like yelling at these two employees because she was going to get a gift card back for her return because she didn't have her debit card that she made her purchase with. I'm like, you don't have to yell at her. She didn't make the policy. Yeah. yeah. So my daughter worked at the Starbucks at the mall on oh, Black Friday. Oh, so sweet she, baby. Yeah. So, and she started working there when she was 16. So she's the little girl at the, you know, at the party. So she had to be there at four o'clock in the morning when the mall opened and started their sales. And there, so I'm that mom that'll go and just sit there and watch her work. And just, so all of the people there knew that I was their mom, you know, the people that worked there. So they'd make sure that I had coffee the whole time I was there. Or my chai tea. They, they were, they took such great Aww. care of me, but so I'd sit there in the corner and just watch her work. Also I'm her ride. So they were like, all lined up. There had to have been 50 people in this Starbucks and they're tapping wow. their foot and they're like throwing a fit. And you know, my gosh. And this lady and this other lady are standing there next to me waiting for their PSL and throwing the hugest fit. So I looked at her and I was like, look, there's four little girls against 50 of us. I think they're doing a good job. I'm like, what do you guys think? They're doing a good job. And I started singing Christmas carols. <laughs> And we had the it. best time. Then I just stood there and sung Christmas carols with everybody there for like the next two hours just to make everybody like chill because yeah. they got ugly about like, waiting for down. There's it's 50 tough. of them and there's four, you know, mm -hmm. four, four people working, mm -hmm. 50 of you. They are outnumbered. Just chill. <laughs> so. yeah. I worked food service for six years as like mainly as a waitress and it just grosses me out to see people be like snotty or rude or anything more than kind or anything less than kind to someone that is in a position of service for you. Like, I don't care what they're doing. They like, 
I don't know. I, I hate the customer is always right mentality. I hate it as on this side as the seller and I hate it as the buyer. Oh, yeah. I, it's not because it does. It grosses me out because it gives people like this entitled liberty to just treat you like dirt if you're yeah. working for them. And it's like this girl doesn't even own the store. You're first of all mad at the wrong person and right. she doesn't have to put up with this. Yeah, yeah. Just be nice. Everybody is out there trying to get a bargain. Everybody's out there trying to have fun. So and they're just, probably doing their best to serving you. And yeah. if they're not, maybe they're having a really rough day too. Like you never know. Oh, you yeah. know they're having a rough day. Like yeah. the mass of people in there, everyone's in a hurry because they want to get to the next store and stuff. So yeah. a, a kind word would go really far. Really far. On that. So, that girl at Ross, she took it way better than I would. That There was two of them and they were so nice. Like they smiled and not like grinning through your teeth, like smiled through that lady yelling at them about this gift card. And I was just like, wow. and we got up there, you know, I'm like, oh, honey, just take your time. Like, I'm sure you need it right now. And she's like, yeah, I said, smiles can be like in high demand this time of year, you know, shouldn't be. And she's like, yeah, that last lady didn't really smile at us. Like she was at least my age, maybe older. And I just thought she did not get to this point in her life to have someone yell at her over a cash register about a gift card. Wow. Like it's not, it's just not okay. And then, but it's also like, it, it's not okay for the buyer or the seller to act like that. And I kind of had, it was unpopular with some people. Maybe you guys saw on my Instagram, like my reaction to someone being really snotty to me on eBay this week. Mm -hmm. So I, I sold a new printer and my dad um, and my mom, like when mom buys something, she'll make sure that if, if it's new, she'll open it and sell it as open box. And I'm like, but you're going to get less. And she's like, but I have to make sure that that's not a bunch of bricks in there. And I'm like, it's sealed. Yeah. Well, here I have this printer. It sells within hours. I'm super excited. And she gets it or who he, whoever, and says, opens a return and says that it was used. It was sealed, you guys. And when they opened it, like the stuff, like the cables just laying in there. And I said, well, was it just open? Please understand that I had no idea. Like I would never have opened the seal because then it would have been open box. It very much looked factory sealed. Has it actually been used or was it just open? And then they're like, the the cartridges have even been um, installed. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry about this. You know, and at the same time, it's a printer. It costs $20 to ship it one way. Right. I'm going to have to refund that. I'm going to ship it back to me another $20. So I already have $40 sent in plus the three. It only cost me three, but I'll now have $43 in this printer. I'm going right. to barely break even. And so I said, would you accept a partial refund since it is the model that you ordered and mm -hmm. there's, you know, probably not anything wrong with it. It's not new, but would you accept a partial refund? They just responded back. No. And then I said, and like all of their messages to me that were really short like that. And then they said, um, I, I said, okay, well, I just wasn't sure. And I thought, give it one more chance. You know what I mean? Like I said, I just wasn't sure if the price was good enough. Cause I was trying to explain to them, I'm willing to go down to like 30 bucks on this or something. I don't want it back. And I was like, well, I just thought maybe if the price was right, um, you know, I, again, I'm so sorry or something like that. Like I apologize profusely. And their response to me was, it's your problem. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Most of the time I can just like, let it roll right off my back. Like my friend Lisa yeah. says, like a duck in the water, like let it roll <laughs> off your back. But I couldn't that day. And I responded back and I said, oh, all right. Ha ha ha. Well, I'll take care of my problem sometime in the next five days. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And I said in my caption, it costs zero dollars to be nice, but it costs you five days to be rude. Yeah. 
It does, because here's the deal. When you're being so rude to someone, understand that although in that moment of your life, you feel like the queen of the world, you're not. And they probably have the ability to make things harder on you. And if you had just been nice, it could have went like a lot. If if they had just responded, no, thank you. Yeah. It's not that they didn't agree with my idea. It was just the presentation of it's your problem. You're absolutely right. It is. I take full responsibility for it and I'll deal with it when I have time. Mm, 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 mm. was I in the wrong I said in my caption I'm so petty do not do this this is not professional advice do not do this guys this is like the stupidest thing you could probably do for your story I think here's the thing how many times though do you get things like that you type out this stuff and you're like I'm gonna send this to them and I'm gonna tell them and then you're like delete (laughs) back it out okay thank you I'll see you know whatever you just I I think sometimes for me personally, I have to like get it out of my system yeah, and then type this big message and then be like, give me a second. No, <laughs> just I know somebody I, who's I therapist, like I know somebody who their a therapist told them to write a letter to the person that had wronged them. And they were like, okay. And then at the next session, they were like, you know, how did it go? And um, they're like, well, I haven't heard anything back. And they're like, no, 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 you weren't supposed to mail it. <laughs> that would be me I would be like because here's the deal I just feel like we're all adults I should be able to say like and if you can talk to me like that I don't know like I say it was very Richard Petty of me and you don't do that and then I was like waiting for someone to be like see what this does to your store having an open return for this long I had my biggest sale day in the last month the day after my biggest one in 30 days Wow, nice. And I have an open return right now. So we'll always be trying to figure out the algorithm, won't we? I think it's just activity. Activity is activity, you know, whatever. So now that it's Black Friday, are you what did you do to prepare? Do you have like a ton of things listed? Are you ready for this? Did you put your, your store on sale? Do you have promotions going on? What are you what are you doing, if anything? I definitely have been scrambling to get anything Christmas listed this morning. I shipped out a Halloween uh, trick or treat bucket, which was weird. Wow. Um, But I have been scrambling. You guys, I have an estate sale video coming out where I saw this estate sale and I, I, texted the link over to um, Christopher, I buy chit. And I was like, what do you think? Should I go? And he's like, you have to go. And here's why. And one of the things he points out is some Radco, Christopher Radco ornaments. And um, I bought everything Christopher told me to there. And guys, I've almost made my money back already. And that was less than a week ago. Wow. That's awesome. So, but I've been scrambling to get it all listed because most of what I bought there was Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no time that people are thinking about Christmas more than, yes, right before Thanksgiving. It's so weird because even the week before Christmas, they're going to be like, hey, I'm not buying an ornament, you know? But right now, everyone's like, how am I going to decorate and where am I going to get my stuff? Like, I'm searching for pink and teal vintage Christmas. And that's that's, hard to do too. It is kind of hard to find. So I don't know. I may be making some things. There's a lot of reproduction stuff out there right now, but you're right. I probably should do a a sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did the coupon thing through the end of the year and it's working because I've got, and I'm on vacation mode. I'm not on vacation. I'm like, I'm away. So it has that banner at the top that says, you know, you will be back on whatever date. Right. So you can still make sales. So right now I can still make sales, but I have two things that are already 
this morning. So vintage. Levi's. How do you know if someone uses your coupon? Because it cause it'll say. Sad. Yeah. So I've never had anyone use my coupons. <laughs> you know what? It's available to them. So that doesn't mean that. But I, I send them the coupon when I send an offer to them. Yeah, that's, that's right. the only time that they they have to have they have to have like been watching it in order for them to get the coupon. I don't just like randomly willy nilly sell it out, send it out. I haven't ever done that. I send out like coupon codes like I'll have them, you know, periodically, not like on a consistent basis or anything. But I've never had uh, had like a notification used your coupon. Well, oh, it doesn't say that. It says when if you look down in the sale, it'll say um use the 10% off coupon, but it's not like obvious when you see the sale. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. are you serious? They've never. <laughs> okay. Do they have to enter the code in at that point yes. too? Yeah. yeah. So if they click the thing, use the 10% sale and don't have the code, then they can't use the coupon. Right. But see, these what I'm things... doing is I'm doing a sale. I'm running a sale, but then I have a coupon, a Black Friday coupon for 10% off, you know, additional oh. through the weekend that anyone can use. Mm -hmm. Guys, it's so weird. People still won't use it. Mm -hmm. It says that at the top, all they have to do is click the little button and it yeah. adds the 10% off and people still don't use it. Still mm -hmm. don't use it. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? So these are both things that I, that they used a coupon on. But they weren't the things that they were watching because I didn't send out um, offers on these two items. So these are additional things. Nice. Yeah. So one's a um, a cashmere sweater. This is the time to be selling cashmere sweaters because it's, you know, sweater weather. And then um, some vintage jeans. And that just happened today, knowing that my store is on vacation mode. So I'm not even going to be shipping it until I get back. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Talk about vintage jeans. I don't know if you guys saw that Courtney Bolo buddies put out a video this week about Y2K being like a trending keyword. And sure. she in that video talks about two brands that I guarantee you're not thinking about. And it's eye opening. A little spoiler alert. You still need to go see the video to see what the comps are. But yeah. she talks about Abercrombie and Fitch and Express. Yeah. And the comps and she shows comps on like eBay and Poshmark and Mercari. And it's mind blowing. It's so good. You have to see it. And I was like, that really is stuff that anyone can find. Cause I like, I find so much Y2K era stuff. And I'm just like, remember when we all put three tank tops on and plus a shirt and had emo yeah. bangs and <laughs> I don't want to buy this. And I'm like, Oh wait, people are buying this now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Somebody asked too things that you're listing that are needed items. Like, if things are, you know, this is the season where people are buying things that they want. But if you're looking for things that people need, um, I think that those are going to be things like coats and hats and shoes and things. Yeah, stuff that you, you really do need, not just the awesome vintage collectible that you want. But yeah. um, to make sure that you've got good sales is functional things. And like, as a mother of a young child, I can tell you if you have any kids coats, especially 12 month and under, they're impossible to find. And if you have any kids snow boots, because the stores sell out of those things so fast that the only place you can get them is online. Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah. 
So and things sure like have those say sports, sports equipment is always a great thing. Mm -hmm. um, if things are going to be doing anyways, but maybe don't want to pay full price for a new item. And this time of year, calendars, people are like thinking about getting calendars for the next year. So Ooh, fitness, stuff. Good. fitness stuff is, yeah. is going to be big. Um, usually I do better with fitness stuff right after Christmas mm -hmm. because people like new year yeah all that kind of stuff so um stock up that you know starting in december so that lots of that stuff will sell in january mm, i haven't been thinking about that and i need to like when i'm going down the clearance aisles and stuff i need to be thinking about all the fitness equipment yeah. Because yeah. there has been a little bit of fitness stuff on sale, um, like in the way of like bands and stuff that are easy to ship to. Oh, Ooh, wouldn't that be a good themed whatnot in January? Like a resolution. Ooh, a fitness one? Yeah. That is a good one. If their shipping wasn't so high because you can't send any actual weights, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So so make sure that you have those things listed, just like you want to get your Christmas done, like right now. But make sure that you've got coats and boots and shoes and fitness equipment, things that people need listed also. Absolutely. I never put a tree up this early, but one of the trees I bought at the estate sale, I'd planned on keeping for myself. So there was no sense in taking it down to the garage and then bringing it back up in three days. So I just went ahead and set it up. It needs minimal, if any, um, if any decorations on it, it's kind of like already is gorgeous. It's one of those trees that looks like a dress. It, I love it. Like the top of it is a mannequin dress form. And then the bottom is the tree part. And it's the, the, the bodice part is glitter. It's gold glitter. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. I saw your Instagram, but I didn't realize the top was glitter. You'll have the whole top is glitter. And she has a necklace. Two of them. Yes. Yeah. It has a necklace with a, like rhinestones on it. It's like the most me tree ever. I've always wanted one of those, but they're so expensive. Yeah. And I sold the other one. I bought them both for $30 and the other one was green. And so it kind of looked like, like a topiary on top, like a moss covered mm -hmm. bodice. And then the bottom of it was green and she had a red bow around her waist. Oh and um, that thing, the buyer's all in at $300 for it. What? $249 plus $30 shipping. It only shipped to Chicago. So it cost me $27 to ship it. And after taxes and fees and everything, $300. Oh my gosh. Did you ship um, with postal service or how did you ship it? Did you FedEx? FedEx. You can ship I anything. FedEx. I have always said you can ship anything for $27 via FedEx. And I've only been wrong like twice. It was $27. It was 18 pounds. It was a Christmas tree box. Wow. wow. It's always $27 with FedEx. I'm telling you. Oh, like, when I finally come out with merch, it's going to say you can ship anything for $27 with FedEx. <laughs> and it's like an ongoing joke. Pittsburgh Picker and I used to joke about it a lot. And I've posted it on my stories and on my Instagram. And I'm like, guess how much it was, guys? $27. I've mailed a Husqvarna sewing machine, like embroidery machine. That thing yeah. weighed so much money. $27. It went to California. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You'll have to have FedEx collaborate on that merch with you. That would be yeah. awesome. I have a shipping policy on my store. That's FedEx 30. That's what it says. Because if something's big, I know I can ship it for $27. And so I just click FedEx 30 and I charge the buyer $30. It's a policy. 
because wow. I use it so often. Every time I have a typewriter or anything that's like big cast iron heavy, and I know it's not going to go USBS, I put it on for thirty dollars shipping via FedEx. But that's <laughs> it's great okay. for you because you're kind of in the middle yeah. of the country. I think that's the only reason it works. Yeah, because it won't yeah. work for me because when it goes to California from Florida, it just it's yeah. not twenty seven dollars. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can probably get it for thirty two. Maybe not twenty seven, but I could probably get it for thirty two in Colorado. Yeah, because you're a little, a little, yeah, a little further I'm away. Central ish yeah angie i keep having people in florida are asking about like better shipping policies for them because it seems like shipping for you guys is crazy and i got some information recently people saying if you're going to ship from one of the corners do not absolutely do not use calculated get really familiar with like flat rate and regional rate what other good advice do you have for someone that's like stuck in one of the corners of our country and shipping is crazy and it's hurting the sales yeah well um number one Make sure that you, when you are putting your policies in, you want to exclude Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, um, all those kinds of things, because that has to go, or PO boxes, because that has to go priority. You can't send UP, you know, UPS or FedEx to PO boxes. Mm -hmm. um, and Alaska and Hawaii has to go, it can't go ground. So if you avoid all of those, that will be helpful. Make sure also that you're in eBay, you are passing on your discounts to your buyer because there is actually a link that lets them pass that, that sale onto them. Uh, honestly, you, the best thing you can do when you're a new buyer is just use the calculated um, because then you're most likely going to get somebody from your part of the country that buys it because mm -hmm. the people from other sides of the country are going to see that the shipping is too high. Now I've been doing eBay for a long, long time. So I can do a flat rate um, because I know the rates mm -hmm. I've been doing it so long. I know what, it, what it's going to cost. And mm -hmm. if I end up losing a few dollars, I'm okay with that. But I don't recommend that if you're pretty new, if you've only been doing eBay for, you know, a couple years, don't do right. that. Because you like, end up losing your butt and yes. the sale not even being worth it for you. Mm -hmm. So while it seems like the shipping is high, yeah, maybe it is high. And maybe someone on the other side of the country is not going to buy it from mm -hmm. you. And that's okay. You know, that's I'd rather you it. not lose money than um, be stuck, you know, with something, you know, you could keep it a little bit longer. Someone will want it on your side of the country. Well, you don't have to a, sell across. If it's a good item, they're going to, if they mm -hmm. want it, they're going to yeah. pay it anyway. So exactly. don't be intimidated by um, shipping in the corners because I mean, yeah. we've sold some stuff that I think nobody's going to buy this because the shipping is $150. Mm -hmm. They still buy it. So if oh, I just it, did that. I just did it with blow molds. I never use calculated mm -hmm. shipping, but because the boxes, I mean, I had oversized blow yeah. molds. I I did the calculated shipping and it's like one of them's $160 if it goes to California. So you know what I would do if I got a blow mold? I would say FedEx 30. <laughs> Absolutely. No, this one you wouldn't because the measurements are so oversized. Yeah, it's like 42 inches by like mm -hmm. 30 inches. Then you're talking a big oversized box. Yeah. And that's that's what killed killed it for that one. And I never use the cal calculator, but I'm like, yeah, this one I think I ought to because wow. I don't want to be stuck, you know, 50 or $100 yeah. out. So especially if FedEx and UPS, because they'll charge you after the fact, you know, mm -hmm. and then if it's oversized over the billable weight, which they like hide that information somewhere, 
then they it gets crazy high. Mm -hmm. and, but no, I love that what you said. Um, and it's so true. Like one day you're going to get to the point where you can look at something and say, that's going to cost X amount to ship. Yeah. And, but you can't teach that. Like that is only through experience, experience. that you're ever going to learn that. And everyone wants to know, how do you know how much shipping? And it's like, I just know because just I've know. been shipping yeah. stuff so long. Start with stuff that's not intimidating and yeah. start shipping that stuff that's not breakable and stuff that's lightweight. And then you'll get a feel for it too. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that, you know, I'm not a big proponent of flat rate shipping boxes for priority mail with the exception of a medium flat rate box. If it's going to California, Washington, mm -hmm. Oregon, because you can do, you can do a medium flat rate for 14 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you mm -hmm. can get something to fit in there, it's going to be UPS and it's going to be, you know, regular priority mile hands down. So, and I love the regional rates too. And I know that's like, so um, it's like an elusive box for most people. They won't even pick it up. And, like, yes, it does go to certain regions, but it's not about the region so much. It is like to really dumb it down as basic as we could a 10 second explanation. If it fits in a regional A, it will ship as if it weighs two pounds to wherever you're sending it. And then a regional B is four pounds to yeah. wherever you're sending it. And mm -hmm. like uh, so many people yeah. don't know that. And you could, and it's up to like, what is it? 15 pounds for an A and 20 for a B or something like that. It There is a, a smaller limit than what normal priority is 70 pounds, but you could put a 20 pound brick in a regional rate A or B and it's going to ship as though it weighs two pounds. And like, so those are so underutilized because it's like someone's gatekeeping that information. <laughs> oh, um, Rockstar Flipper did a video and said that regional rate boxes are going away. Uh, he did, you know, he's like, yeah, he has confirmation, but yet I've not seen that anywhere. Yeah, I haven't either. either. So but I don't know if that's true or not. They are harder I choose not to believe him, but it's harder for me to get those boxes. I've noticed though, too. Really? For me, anyway, really? I can get shoe boxes all day long. We're just the regular priority. Um, you know, the, it looks like a large flat rate, but it's not. It just says regular priority and I don't have to send it a uh, flat rate, mm -hmm. large flat rate pricing. It's by yeah. weight. So I Are use you not ordering those online. Uh, yeah, I order them online and I can't get them. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, or they my post office keeps them because I've ordered the game boxes too and I can't get them, but they have them at my post office. Yeah, somebody ordered these and we just have them here. So mine just keep them. Wow. I guess they probably do because yeah, all four sizes come straight to my door and they come so fast. I'm telling you just moved in the middle of the country eBay sellers because yeah. people be like, I waited weeks and I literally order them. And I swear if they delivered mail in the afternoon, it would be here that day. <laughs> wow, I'm like yeah. these boxes, I like, I need to order some more right now. I'm looking and there's a bunch of certain ones, but like I'm at a shoebox size right now. I need yeah. more of the large mailing boxes, like what you were just talking about. There's some that I really need. Like all these Radco ornaments, they're, are they light enough for first class? Absolutely. I'm not adding the extra insurance. The buyer will. They're going priority. Yeah. <laughs> they got to go priority. Speaking of shipping, I just use your trick, Rachel. And I have this, this tree that's glass. And I used one of the padded um, mattress pad things mm -hmm. to ship it. It was so it good. Murano Mar Mar glass. glass tree. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like really cool. And I wrapped that sucker up in the in the mattress, mattress pad, pad and, and double boxing. Double yep. boxing yeah. is so important. And people like 
won't double box stuff. And that is what, but one of the things, well, there's two things that break glass that people don't consider. Sound waves can and will break glass. Mm-hmm. And that mattress pad acts as um, as a sound absorber. It's the same reason why you would put it on your walls in like a studio or something. Yeah. And so when those sound waves would come through to break that glass, they're not going to. And then it also helps to insulate the item because who was it? Was it yesterday? Maybe it was Nana Tink. Somebody posted on their Instagram about how old glass can be broken via transit because of the extreme cold this time of year. Yeah. So if you, if you buy old glass, when you bring in the package, let it acclimate, let it warm up to room temperature first. And, um, I was like, that's so smart and people aren't thinking about that. And so like that mattress pad or cotton or whatever you would put in is also going to help insulate that item. Yeah. I realize people that sell new stuff don't have to worry about all these vintage yeah. one-off shipping tips like we have to worry about. But if this thing survived a hundred years, I'm not going to be the reason it didn't right. survive to this buyer. Yeah. Those mercury co- um, glass globes. That's oh, what all these are. Yeah. These they're regular. harder to ship because they're so thin Yeah, and they will, right. Because they're that vintage glass that the I mean, temperature difference really does. So if you're in Florida, sending them to Colorado, there's going to be a big difference. Plus beautiful. That is, that is it's mercury glass. It's so thin. What type of a glutton for punishment am I? Plus that little pokey thing at the top. Christmas tree topper. Is that right for anybody listening? Yeah. Speaking of people listening, ah, we've got this fabulous review on Apple podcasts. So if you guys listen to your podcasts, if you listen to us and don't watch us on YouTube, which is super great, make sure that you're leaving a review because it really does help get that information out there and, and share it with other people. And we appreciate everybody listening, but we got one from a C Murphy, a trio of amazing women with serious knowledge about reselling as well as life in general. They keep it real and make you feel like you are at lunch with the friends. Everyone is welcome and they are so supportive. They share with the ups and the downs of being a reseller with female perspective, my favorite reselling podcast or just my favorite reselling podcast, my favorite podcast in general. I love it. That's so kind. Five star review. That was so nice. So please, you know, if you're listening, um, go review us and let us know um, how, how we're helping you throughout the day. And we're available on all the podcast locations. And if you find a new one we're not on, please let us know. We would love to add that to our little repertoires. Repertoire. Repertoire. (laughs) Big words. We're so bougie. Repertoire. (laughs) Bougie. Uh huh. Kevin Commonwealth Flipper did (laughs) it. There you go. Just leave it there. Speaking of bougie, (laughs) Kevin Commonwealth. Um, He did a um, a premiere or a debut of his new Supply Hut cabin hut. (laughs) Did you shed? week his new his new man shed okay and uh wow like i said it's very bougie it has all the bells and whistles it's fancy huh very fancy does he have a chandelier hanging like i do practically i mean (laughs) not not quite but it's it's very um masculine you know beautiful Sounds lanky. So if you it. haven't seen that yet, you should definitely check it out. And remember, you can get like five percent off at Supply Hut when you <laughs> when you go check out the video. Yeah, he's got you shilling for him too. <laughs> Dang, what is he's he a master you, at marketing? So there you go. 
<laughs> That's funny. But it took a while. It took a long time for him to get that cabin up. I've been, you know, everyone's been watching it, but it's officially done now. So, you know? I bought ornaments from Chrissy's Whatnot yesterday. Collins on the Move on Whatnot had Christmas. And she had this little champagne bucket. Uh -huh. And it said, celebrate 2000. I think it was a vintage Linux ornament. Anyway, okay. it said, celebrate 2000 from like the year 2000, you know, and I bought it because I'm going to put a one in front of it because I'll hit 12K by the end of the year. And so it'll say, celebrate 12,000. I love it. Oh my God. That's awesome. So the three of us have something we need to celebrate too, though. We just hit 1,000. That's Yay! awesome. Like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for everybody that has been so supportive of us. Absolutely. So supportive. Um, there was a comment that Jennifer Lerman, Lehman, Lerman. I hope I'm so butchering that. But she says, I started watching the late on my phone when the cha-ching had gone off. So to see what she sold, she... It was an old style grocery display from the seventies. This is the highlight of my week. Great content. Love you all. So Aww. I'm glad that they're making sales, watching us and having fun. I love that she sold a grocery display. Like that's my type of save the vintage, the stuff yeah. that people are going to walk right by and no one's going to pick it up. And you're like, well, I have to buy it because it'll end up in the garbage. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's neat that you know, you're saving little parts of history. Danielle Yard Sales and Dreams just sold some old Christmas catalogs. She got like 60 or $80 for them. I saw that. Yeah. She, she'll save the vintage too. She said, she's like me, whatever it is, you know, that's why I sell old pencils. And I yeah. sold three old pencils this week um, for like $13 plus shipping for three pencils that we got out of Drew's grandpa's um, toolbox. That's just the crazy stuff that makes me giggle. I think that's awesome. My best Love sale it. this week or my favorite sale this week. Um, Rachel, do you remember when I sent you those um, Gucci slides and I was like, I think these are real. I, I, I wish you had sent me some, like actually sent me the Gucci slides, but <laughs> yeah. the picture. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I like did some research on them and really looked them over. And once I felt they good looked about so it, genuine, they looked so good. And I found them in the, in the bins in Arkansas. Insane. Insane. That's crazy. So I looked them over really good. I felt really good about them, sent them to the real, real, had them authenticated. And I just sold them. So I got $60 for them. Nice. So the real, awesome. real authenticate them for you? Yeah, you can have them authenticate or you can send them to them to have them um, consign them for you. So if I have something that I send to consign, I have them hold it or, or try to consign it for like six months. If it doesn't sell after six months, I have them send it back. And then um, then they're and they're authenticated. So then I just swap everything out. So I try oh, to rotate okay. stock there just like I do. I don't have anything there right now, but I, I try to ro rotate stock there the same as I do. And, you know, have you ever used check check to authenticate? I tried to do them with tennis shoes one time uh -huh. while I was in a store. So I know that they're not always like completely accurate sometimes. Uh -huh. um, That's what I've understood. Yeah. So I was in the store just seeing if it would work and it came back as inauthentic. So I was like, oh. oh. But I've had things at the bins that have come back as authentic. So mm -hmm. really? Yeah, I had some Yeezys, but they were really just rusted. They were a mess. So I didn't I didn't buy them, but they well, came back. I bought them. a pair of 
orange Nike tennis shoes that someone had had on a YouTube auction. Some My mom was watching it. And so I was listing or something. And I said, buy those shoes, buy those shoes. I'm like, Nike's for $5. Are you kidding oh. me? So I get them and I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if these are real. I think it was like $10 shipping. So I'm all in at $15. And the only place that has them is the real, real. Mm-hmm. And oh. evidently they are sample shoes. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the real real has them for $3,500. So Have you I authenticated them yet? I sent them not to check, check, because for when I went to check, they were down. So there was another one mm -hmm. that is rated just as well. And I was like, oh, I was waiting. You know, I paid the $6 or whatever. And it said they, they have like three different people authenticated and they all said they're auth authentic. That's fabulous. So I'm on eBay, like really high right so now. So are you like, sure that they're like, cause Nike will have like subtle differences in their colorways. No, it's they're the exact the number. It's the exact color, everything. And literally the only place anywhere I could find them was That's on the incredible. real real. What That's are they incredible. Jordans? Let me see. Or Air Force One or Nike Air Max Hyperize sample sneakers. Wow. There you go. I bought them for five dollars. That's incredible. Oh, wow. I hope you get all like a hundred, like full yeah. price for them. So I mean, you... I'm not asking thirty five hundred, but I put like a really high number on there, like eighteen hundred dollars, and I'll come down over time. But I'm like, it's no big deal for them just to sit there, and maybe yeah. one day somebody like yeah. really is into them or whatever. But can you wow. believe that? That's that fabulous. Selling that. I mean, have you used the either one of you? Have you used the sneaker authentication service through eBay yet? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was, was it pretty simple? I haven't gotten to use it yet. Yeah. So because so, I, you know, I when I'm not selling vintage, I'm selling designer. <laughs> so um, the things that I've had authenticated, um, like they put that on there automatically under if you list under certain brands, it will automatically, automatically. or if, if shoes are listed as new and over a certain price, then they will automatically go. And so I've had even Converse sent in to be authenticated because they were, I sold them, I think for over $200 and then Delo Jeezy's got authenticated. So like the buyer is in, I don't know, Texas and buys them. You don't ship them to Texas. Right. You ship them to the warehouse, which is usually like sneaker con in Las Vegas or something. Oh, And yeah. then once they, and it, they kind of take their time about it. But once they authenticate it, they send you an email that says, you know, it was shown to be authentic and now we're sending it to the buyer and then they send it. And we've, we've purchased through that too. And it's so nice because you always wonder like, okay, but I, you know, it's almost like a third party shipper at that point. When I tell you the presentation is top notch, when you buy sneakers that are, or authenticated through eBay, I have a couple of the boxes. I wish I had one within reach. They send it to you in this super like firm, really nice box. And when you open it, it says, um, uh, get ready to meet your soulmate, like S O L E. Aww. Yeah. And then you open it up. Like it's a presentation box and then the shoes are in there. That's amazing. So like they, they go had, out of their way. They had the guys that do the authenticating and stuff. And the, the guy that's in charge of that department at eBay, um, at the boss reseller remix. And so they did like this whole talk about it. And although I don't sell a lot of sneakers, like hardly any, it was so cool to listen to them talk about it and how, you know, their process that they go through and that they, I mean, they seemed like they were stellar individuals. Mm -hmm. Like they really knew their stuff and that they cared a whole lot about making it 
like legit and the presentation and the shoes and they like held them up on pedestals. They just love it. It's so important because if you're a sneaker collector, that's the only place you're going to get grail sneakers is on the secondary market. You're not going to get them like there will be highly sought after shoes that you might get in a drop, but there's so many bots you probably won't get them in the drop. But even if you did like the chances that you're going to are just slim to nothing. So you're going to have to buy them secondary and like StockX has all but murdered their reputation because there's even some videos out there allegedly of these people sending in fakes just to show that they pass and then people have also started to um counterfeit the stock x tag and put that on items like the tag itself so if you find something that has a stock x tag don't first of all don't think oh this is authentic because because even the tag could be faked like there's an what is it called nfc chip where you like put your phone on there. And as long as it hasn't been cut, eBay's the same way. Mm-hmm. You can, um, it'll pull up the website. It'll pull up the exact shoe. If that doesn't oh. work, the tag is probably a counterfeit tag, but that's with like shirts with, I mean, StockX is not just sneakers. And then you have the GOAT, which is also, and I think they have a little better reputation, but like those are, we've bought from GOAT, StockX and eBay. And honestly, I feel like eBay almost did the best job Hmm, authenticating and getting them to us. And it's just so important because if you lose the respect of these sneaker heads, they'll never come back. Send them something that's fake and like, yes, they're going to make the TikTok about it, the YouTube about it. (laughs) And that's what they've done. That's what they've done with StockX. And I'm like, oh. Well, it was cool listening to these guys talk because they were talking about, you know, how shoes like have a certain even like smell Mm -hmm. that they would authenticate based on smell. And then Hermes is that way. And yeah. And so as soon as he said, you know, we we authenticated even based on smell. I mean, it's harder to do with the pre-owned shoes. And he was like, oh, a little bit, but you have to smell a pre-owned shoe. And I was like, Wow, these wow. guys are dedicated. If they're smelling some of these pre-owned shoes, um, a Kelly or a Birkin has a smell to it, and people oh. will tell you that have ever smelled an Hermes Kelly or Birkin that smells like a Birkin, and um, it is a thing. I mean, like when you yeah. fall in love with the craftsmanship that comes along with these designer products, like I get excited talking about it because. People will send a picture and I could tell you from across the room, some of the brands oh, and the, but then sneakers is not my bag. And I'm like, someone please help me. I'll reach out to like the ATL flipper and be like, are these shoes real? Yeah. Um, I would love to know more about sneakers, but when it comes to many other designer items, I'm like, oh, I can tell you. Oh, it's, it's yeah. so exciting because like you, you, j- I just think about like someone crafted this. Many of these products are handmade. Yeah. They're not yeah. mass produced. That's funny that you say that because we we drove up to Aspen to look at the leaves one day, Um, not this year, before, but you walk into the, they have all the designer stores there, like amazing designer stores, right? And we would walk in and every single time I'd be like, yep, yep. Yep, that there's that oh, smell. Nice. It smells so good. <laughs> smells so good. We had we were there one day and we were like, man, I'd really love to get down there. I want to see the the Birkin has a store there, and I, I really want to see that. And my girls are walking around with me, and we all wanted to go down there. We could not get down that street. We're like, I bet you couldn't get into the store though. I like, I, th- I feel like you have to have an appointment to get in. It's pretty chill in Aspen, oh. so it's not that bad. But so we're walking down the street, and it was uh, more, it was busier than normal. And we're like, what is going on? So we went to lunch and we came back and, 
it's so cool because there's like this river, the creek that runs right through town and you're sitting there, and, you know, it, the mountains are right there and the food is so good and you're, it's so, it smells so good outside. We walk back and we finally were able to get in. We're like, what was the deal? And they're like, oh yeah, Chris Jenner was just here. So we're like, what, we missed this? <laughs> So that I was, figured I, thought, I felt like you were going to say a Kardashian was buying yeah, their mask. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there were others, but Chris was in the store and I was like, oh, of course, of course. It's just insane. I mean, guys, $30,000 is going to be your starting price. Yeah on an Hermes like there I have been looking at the vinyl Hermes lately like the clear ones because you can uh -huh. pick those up sometimes relatively inexpensive I have seen them go for five or six hundred dollars but if you're looking That's inexpensive yeah no the inexpensive well yes for a Birkin yeah, yeah for a Kelly um but you can pick them up for like 140 I saw one just sold but I missed it it sold for 65 dollars <gasps> And it all depends on the keywords that people are yeah. using, whether or not they're visible, because it was like this bag. And I don't remember where they passed those out, some fashion week or something. And it is a clear version of a Kelly. It's made, it's like PVC vinyl. And wow. I just want it. I don't know so why. I just come want out it. here. Come visit me. We'll go make an appointment at their mess store and we'll just go and like oodle and drool all over drool. Yeah, they yeah. would see right through us. They would kick us out so fast. Oh no, I've been in there and we just walk around. And so my daughter, she'll walk around and she'll be like, mm, I don't know. I already have that one. And I'm like, stop it. Shh, that's they would be like, everyone here knows they're not your shopper. They yeah. would have you on file. Yeah. Like, no, it's fine. They and they're they're super chill about it, but you do have to have an appointment to go in and unless they're not busy and then they'll let you kind of like walk around. And, and then you it. don't, for those of you guys listening, um, you don't just buy a Birkin. You cannot walk into the store and buy one. Then this is where I'm like, I want my eBay store to reflect this instead of Walmart. Okay. This is why I got all Richard Petty <laughs> with that person. Because you, if you want a Birkin, you set an appointment with a personal shopper. You mm -hmm. tell them your wish list. And then in a few months, they might call you and tell you, we well, can't have that, but we will invite you to buy one of these. Yes or no, take it or leave it. And it wasn't even the color you chose. It wasn't, but you're invited. Oh, and, and, and this one's $10,000 more, even though it's not what you want to do. You want it or not? Because Becky over here wants it. Yep. <laughs> and then, so you should feel so lucky to buy a Birkin. I'm like, okay, that's what I need my store to be. I need to be like, <laughs> you should be so lucky that you get to buy my vintage. Maybe they have Black Friday sales and there's a coupon code this girl, time. There's so not. Let's no. go check, girls. You want to? <laughs> If only. Oh, if only, right? You know, yeah, a site that I really like Max. lately for people that are, um, you know, doing their Christmas shopping for maybe someone that's bougie on a budget. Um, Saks Fifth Avenue has a store um, online called Saks Off Fifth. And oh, yeah. it's like their outlet. And for so if anyone doesn't know about that, it's a place you could go and you can get everything from like home decor to socks and shirts and purses and stuff. And it's like a bit of a discount on some designer items that you can't find discounted anywhere else. So check out maybe, I mean, not sponsored by them, but it'd be cool if they did. <laughs> yeah, just saying. I think there was one of those stores in St. Louis, wasn't there at one time? Oh, I don't know. That'd be cool know. if it was in person. Yeah, I like I like in person shopping. I don't mind do I do a lot of stuff online now because it's so super convenient. But right. it is there is something fun about just making a an event of it to go shopping and like like Black Friday. I I like getting up at three in the morning and going and waiting mm -hmm. in line and, and then going shopping for free stuff. But I I like the event of it. I like the social aspect of it, not just 
you know, clicking and getting stuff done. Although sometimes that's the reseller in us, the person that wants to wake up at three to go shopping. I know. I know. I don't mind, you know, laying in bed drinking my coffee, doing black Friday shopping though, too. I'm, I'm, if I can get a deal, I'm for it. So see, but I do that on Thanksgiving day. I'm sitting here and oh. cause you can shop on Thanksgiving day for almost everything. That's yeah. That's true that too. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we, this year we had, um, other people that came to our Thanksgiving, they will be coming to our Thanksgiving, but we, other people come into our Thanksgiving. Um, they didn't have anywhere else to go. So we were like, you should come, you should just come over to our house. I'm think that's fine. I don't think that it has to be a completely family um, based thing. Yeah. Like Friendsgiving is great, but yeah. I think it's great to have people if you don't have somewhere to go. Oh yeah. Hang There's out probably them. people in everyone's lives that you don't think like you think everyone has somewhere to go, but just check, just, just check. check with people. Like last week, one of the guys that I thought for sure he might need somewhere to go said he was going somewhere. And then someone else I thought for sure her kids were coming. She said she's going to be by herself. So yeah. I'm at least going to extend the invitation. Yeah. And hopefully she'll come over here and maybe have tofurkey. <laughs> What do you guys think about um, ordering all of your stuff out? Like having Whole Foods just prepare the whole meal and just going to pick it up. I love to cook. No. Oh. Um, you know, I think I'd, I'd be fine if there was a Whole Foods anywhere close to where, you know, the, the family lives. It's it's 45 minutes to a head of lettuce. So yeah. we don't have Whole Foods close by, but I would totally be about just, just order it, just have it done so that you can spend time with the family. Angie's mom's a rock star cook though. She would never cash that yeah. in for Whole Foods. And you yeah. can buy a turkey for $6 right now. Cause they always have them discounted around Thanksgiving. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. We paid $6 for our turkey. So I thought they were like super high this year. No, that's, we just bought it. Um, like over the weekend at Winn-Dixie. How big months. a turkey was that though? Like, 13 pounds or 14 pounds. My parents yeah. would get a 20 pound turkey for two people. Like it just has to be yeah. a big bird. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. And the stuff that you buy is not super expensive. And so yeah. to me, I look at it like, I guess it's, if you're, if you have money like that, that you can substitute money for convenience, time. you know, yeah. And, or, or yeah, for time, then, right. you know, if that's more important to you, but I love position. we just you know the cost was going to be about the same by the time you bought all the ingredients really? yeah huh. it really was about I just the love the like having my hands in there and making stuff like I'm yeah. the weirdo that makes french press coffee in the morning and well, or pour over like I make my pasta with a crank yeah they have like the attachment you could put on a KitchenAid but who wants to do that? Like I would we just do buy that too. But I think that, you know, if you have such a short amount of time to be able to, since we're coming from all over the country, we just want to like hang out together. Oh yeah. Yeah. That so makes sense. For us, it was, it would, it makes sense. Although this year I, I'm not seeing any of the kids. I'm just, we're with his family. So it, I think plenty of women don't enjoy it. And that's totally fine. Like they don't, they feel like everyone gets off on Thanksgiving, but me. And if you feel that yeah. way, girl, you go buy your pie somewhere. You do whatever makes the holiday yeah. enjoyable for you. I can cook. Mr. Squirrel is a great cook, but like his mom is a fabulous cook. So it's going to be fine. She's yeah. going to make like the noodles and all the good things that you, you got that we have to have at Thanksgiving. But I, I just, I, if, if, if 
when it's my turn and I have to make the Thanksgiving and everybody's coming to my house, I really would be fine if Whole Foods just did it for me. Yeah. I'm sure everyone would love it. Who's going to complain? They didn't have to make it and they, it's free food. Yeah. <laughs> in case right. you're wondering, you did not hear that wrong. Kristen has noodles on yep. Thanksgiving and salad. Yes. I know this because she was on Nashville Flippers um, on Monday where they were doing the favorite foods for Thanksgiving. And she came out with some doozies that I was like, who <laughs> well, eats I mean, noodles at Thanksgiving? You mean noodles or pasta? Like noodles, like Asian noodles? No, she makes like a homemade egg noodle, like the, like an old fashioned oh, okay. homemade egg noodle. And then she puts like flour makes a well, puts an egg in it, yeah. rolls everything, rolls it out, and then has one of those old-fashioned wooden-handled egg noodle noodle roller egg makers. Roller, yeah. 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 So, and then she just, and she pulls them apart, like, yeah, and then puts flour on them and then drops them into the chicken broth. Perfect. They're so good. And then we eat them over mashed potatoes. So starch on top of starch on top of carbs. <laughs> Do you put some brown gravy on it at least to break it up a little? Well, the, 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 the chicken stock Whenever there's all that flour oh. in there and then the noodles, it kind of thickens. It makes like a gravy. So it's kind of like a gravy. And then there's big chunks of mm. um, chicken in there. Usually she takes a rotisserie chicken and like cooks it down. It's and like a beef stroganoff practically. It's like beef stroganoff only with yeah. chicken and she puts mashed it over mashed potatoes. And oh my gosh. I mean, anytime. That is a meal in itself. You don't need turkey. You don't need any other stuff yeah. if you're making. It's very filling. So heavy. It's very yeah. fun. And then there's homemade rolls that go with it. So we've got the homemade mashed potatoes oh gosh, and noodles the with the rolls. Floating. Yeah. Nice. And then I'm going to have pie. As soon as all that's over, I'm going to have pie. I mean, if I could start with the pie, I would. But if I did, then the noodles would be gone. So I have to start with the noodles so that I can eat pie. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just have all the pie, that would be my perfect Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. Oh, there you go. You only live once. Start with the pie. That's right. I'm doing like a baked apple thing to like mimic an apple pie, I think. Um, oh, that sounds good, okay. Rachel, actually. Yeah. And then that sweet potato casserole with marshmallows. Yes. It's just, I'm I'm laughing in my head right now, though, because by the time everyone's hearing this, they are already stuffed and overloaded I with know, everything they like, ate oh. yesterday. And, and they're, they're just like, like stop talking about stop. it. Yeah. Now, today is the day that everybody's going to have the leftover sandwiches with the turkey and then the cranberry sauce and the stuffing all on your I sandwich. won't cook another thing until the leftovers are gone. Absolutely yeah. not. You're yeah. eating them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, <laughs> snacks. We will not know. That was grocery yeah. for the week. Will you have potato pancakes? No. Oh. I, never I mean, it sounds good. I guess we could. My grandma used to make those, I remember. But, yeah. Um, With the leftover mashed potatoes the next day? Have good luck potatoes. having leftover mashed potatoes around Drew. He is obsessed with my homemade mashed potatoes. Um, like, I make them when he runs ultramarathon races, and he'll take them in a Ziploc bag and just, like, eat potatoes, like cold potatoes during the race. <laughs> He's like obsessed with them. That's funny. Awesome. Mm. And it's just, you know, like I'll chop up the potatoes and boil. Like I do like a double boiler uh, type of methods. So I've got the boiling water and the potatoes are on top, like yeah. steaming them and um, mash them up with some vegan butter and uh, milk and lots and lots and lots of salts. I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with salt. And uh, yeah, maybe a little nutritional yeast in there. If you don't use nutritional yeast, you need to. Yeah, mm. it makes everything it tastes kind of tastes good. It's good. Um, if we aren't going to make uh, latkes or potato pancakes in the morning, we put 
horseradish in our mashed potatoes, it's so good. Hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit of horseradish. I feel like I would want it as an option on the side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, Oprah potatoes. They're good. Did you say you Oprah? Had them. Oprah potatoes. That's what she puts in hers. Oh, a oh, little, little bit of horseradish. Yeah. I would have never thought to do that. That's interesting. I'll, I'll offer it on the side, but I think my husband will be personally offended if I put horseradish in our potatoes. <laughs> attacked. You feel like he's going to be personally attacked. So that he's he going to have... be like, why do you hate me? Um, <laughs> I might have some explaining to do if I did. Right. That. <laughs> he loves yeah, horseradish. Do a little dollop on the side just for you. Mm. Yeah. I'm thinking like wasabi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'd be good too. Same, same, same water buffalo. Uh -huh. So Rachel, last week, as like an homage to you, Kristen mm -hmm. and I tried to do a 10 hour listing marathon. Yeah, don't talk about that, Rachel, but I can, <laughs> but I can't imagine doing it for 24 hours like you did in your video. It was a lot. I feel like I could do it again. I wasn't honestly that tired. Like I still have people commenting on that video. How long did it take you to recover? And I'm like, I slept for nine hours after like. And I was up. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed up until midnight do. and we listed until midnight, but uh, <clears throat> listed. Okay. So I batch my stuff. I take all my photos uh -huh. and then after all my photos are done, I list but I didn't have any photos taken prior to starting this challenge. Sure. So I took photos of like 82 items or something like that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. But how many listings did you do? Yeah. So then we had the thing, we had the thing, right? <laughs> Listen. And then I got one listed during the thing. Okay. And that was Friday. Why? Saturday. We Wait, said, you listed over the 10 hour period. You listed one. I took photos of 82 items. So I half listed 82 things, but I, I don't know that photos half? are half the that's listed. Not, no. That's not half. That's so not half. anyway, the next day I was going to like sit down and get things listed for the next two days. But then we were like, hey, we really need to make moves to get home for Thanksgiving. So I had to clean out my trailer, my little cargo trailer that I took to junk stock that I haven't even touched since I got home from junk stock at the end of in October. So mid-October, I haven't done anything with it. So I cleaned that out, reloaded my little cargo trailer, went, packed my bag. And then the next day I drove the whole day. And then, um, so are you trying to tell us that you still only listed one? <laughs> Kristen, you had a 10 hour listing marathon and listed one item. She was talking. I got 82 items photographed. So you're saying you really respect Joey and his live, even though he doesn't list because it's hard to go live and do I other things. I feel like I can relate pretty well to him. How many did you list, Angie? I only, oh, it's embarrassing. I got 29. That's good. It's not good. Not in 10 hours, but it's much different than if you are just in a room listing, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. because you're talking and you're chatting yeah. and you're reading the chat. And, and so it's it really would be nice. difficult to do. Kristen, how does it feel up. knowing Angie got 29 times as many as you did? I'm super grateful that, uh, <laughs> I got 82 items photographed, but I I'm glad for Angie that she got the 29 listed. And I hope that anybody that was in the chat was actually getting work done too, because 
It is really I was hard. listing ornaments when I was when I popped in. I was listing some of these Radco. Yeah. And so some people that, who were watching came in and they were listing. So yeah. that was great. It was good. Um, that was my first ever like live yeah. run in the show. So it was neat to see it from that side. So there was a learning experience and I was getting things accomplished that way. Yes. But it is really hard to so like crazy. pay attention and read the chat. And I, I'm, I've been so blessed to have been on other people's lives, but I don't pay attention to that. I'm not driving the bus. I mean, I'm, I might see it, but it's not my job to drive the bus. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to say, you're going to talk about what's happening in the chat. You guys are going to direct it to what you want it directed to because it's your show. Mm -hmm. So it was fun to get to like click things and talk yeah. to people. And, and it was really hard to do that and get stuff done at the same time. It's yeah. a lot of multitasking for sure. If you're trying to be productive and be in the chat, mm -hmm. I think you need to do one or the other. Cause I got so much work done in Angie's chat, <laughs> but not so much in mine. I was really hoping for 50. I, I like, thought you guys were going to deliver like some bomb numbers. No, oh. I was hoping for 50 and I got 29. Yeah. Now, like Angie said, if we had, if we had the 24 hours where we weren't distracted by the chat and you know, things like that, if we could just listen to someone else's chat, which would yeah. be great. I think that I'd probably get all 82 items listed for sure. Yeah. But I would have had, for me, I would have to force myself not to be able to participate in the chat at yes. all. Because that's what I, that's I, what I did. Sucked in right. to the chat. That's mm -hmm. it. I'm no longer listing. Yes. So I have to find something that I could just listen to and not want to interact with. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even turn on resellers um, YouTube during the 24 hours. I yeah. watched like cheesy Hallmark movies and stuff. Yeah. Like whatever was free on YouTube, you know, free movies. Because I was like, if I comment, then I'm going to be watching because I feel bad if someone comments yeah. back because exactly. you'll be doing something else. And I'm like, I cannot get sucked into a conversation. So yeah. I signed out at Instagram. I told, you know, yeah. all of you guys, like, I'm not going to be easy to get a hold of because you do want to like focus. And when Rob, uh, Robert, uh, zombie bargain hunter, when he yes. did it, I think he didn't even have YouTube on. I think he just like mm -mm. zoned out yeah. and, and did his stuff. And so that would yeah. be like, you know, boring dealing with Dalton did that uh, like an ASMR where you watched him just take photos for like productivity live is what he called yeah. it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he, he was like, I'm not going to interact with the chat or I'm not going to do anything. And I was like, I don't know how you can do that. That's so hard to not, to know that somebody is sitting right there and kind of ignore him. He did a great job and like got work done, mm -hmm. but I feel like that's the only way that you could do a yeah. live and get work mm -hmm. done. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Rachel, brand new appreciation for what you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 10 hours. So you can, anyone who's in the chat can tell you I was dragging at yeah. that point. I was like, yes. never so happy to get off of a live at midnight. You know, the last hour, I was just like, 
It was getting a little loopy. Oh. Yeah, it was getting a little See, loopy. that's the other added element of like going live is the fact that you need to be entertaining for that long. Yeah. Like yeah. it's its own because I do. I'm with Kristen. I have so much respect for people that tune in that are watching this show that are watching any of our shows, whether they're pre-recorded or live sessions. Like I have so much respect for your time that I would feel like I needed to definitely be like on and entertaining. Yeah, and exactly. there's an element to that that just like your face hurts after. After a while, yeah, like Barbie at the top of Toy Story at the when they're rolling the credits and she's like, "Oh, my cheeks are. Can I? Are we done? Can we stop smiling now?" Oh man, exactly. I felt like that. Even like whenever I sold houses, when I would have people like with people all day long and I'm showing them multiple houses by the end of it, like I just felt like I needed to be the entertainment. And so when I dropped them off after the last house, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> You do kind of like take a big breath. You're like, yeah. oh man, you know, yes. yeah. it wasn't, it was fun and it wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought it was going to be. I didn't think 10 hours. I thought it was going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready to be done with this, but it wasn't, it was fun the entire time. Yeah, it really was. But We had a lot of people that came in and just, you know, yeah. hung out. Yeah, so it's still a lot. Like Disney World's fun, but you wouldn't want to be there for seven days. Like you yeah. know, after right. a while, yeah. and have to be the entertainment for seven days. You know, right? Or at least take a break. But I mean, because it was my first live, I did mess up some stuff. So no. we knew that we were going to be switching over, and Mikey Bags of Money came in for just a second, and I was like, ah. I should have had you come on at a different time. Hi, bye. And then I had um, Adam and Sarah, Pittsburgh Picker. I had them lined up to come, but I sent them my link instead of Angie's link because Angie was it was when she could come on. So, I mean, they didn't even, I'm like, I'm such a goofball. I'm so sorry that, you know, there's so much more that goes into putting on just a live show other than just yeah. clicking live and being like, Hey, yeah. you really do have to like plan and organize and think and yeah. like creating the stream yard and the thumbnail. And like, yeah. it's funny because I'll have, you know, I have a lot of guests on my show sometimes that aren't on YouTube themselves yeah. and, or are just in the chat. And then afterwards they're like, I had no idea it looked like this from this side. Like, how did you talk to us and read the chat? And I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm listening to most of what you say. Right. And then, so for me, I've been in, um, you know, the, the stream yards and stuff before, but I'd never seen it when you're running the stream yard. And then there's like all these banners and, things you stuff. Click and stuff to share. And you did a good job. You even had a thank you for super chats and congratulations on your first super chats. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so fun, but it was crazy. Yeah. I was so sick of that squirrel. <laughs> See now I could play it right now and be like, that was fun. <laughs> I don't have a thank you on mine. Um, so Angie's eyes always dance to hers and then a Pittsburgh picker, their cabbage patch. Like I have super chatted them just so Israel can see this, uh, the cabbage patch because Aww. he thinks it's so cute. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, Kat has hers and yeah. people either love it or hate it. And so I don't know people, I guess will either love or hate your squirrel. Exactly. It's very uh, yes. cute actually. And it's short. So it's a perfect length and. If it's too long, it really does get annoying. So yeah. I did want it to be like super short, but um, yeah. And your squirrel just like flew away. <laughs> I know. I tried to, it's so easy on Canva just to animate. So it was so great. I, so you I, did that on Canva? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was so fun. So 
I, did I need to have one where I'm like pulling out glitter or something. Oh, that would be so cute. Yeah. I, I think Paul Philly Flipper does one of Ella and she goes, I think that's so fun too. I like cute. that one. But I screen thought, captured her. That was great. Yeah. No, speaking of Philly Flipper, during our live, Rachel, he went to my store and bought something. Oh, how sweet. Okay. Except for it's the only item in my store that I had already sold on my auction. <laughs> so I was not about to cancel his order. So I found it on eBay from someone else and I drop shipped it to him. You did? Oh my God. Does he know that you did that? Yeah, I sent him the tracking from the other person. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> during the stream, I was like, oh no, I sold this Charmander keychain. I think I sold it at my auction. And Paul's like, oh, yeah, I just bought that. <laughs> he sold it to me. I'm like, no, I mean, I sold it to someone else. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know that I would have been so stand up as you. I would have been like, well, since it's someone I know. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it wasn't an expensive thing. I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to make any money, but someone else now gets a sale and he still yeah. gets the item he wanted. So. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so funny. I was like, that was so nice to do, you know, but that's so oh, funny. Well. That was the one item. Yeah, the one I forgot to take oh, it down God. from my auction that I do on. Oh, um, that's my kind of luck, I swear. <laughs> do you guys ever do like rain checks though? Or have you thought about doing anything like that? Because you know, Black Friday, if they sell out of something, if it's a Black Friday doorbuster, too bad, so sad, they're gone. But if it's just a regular sale item, they'll give you a rain check. But I, have you guys ever thought about doing anything like that? On if eBay? You, yeah. If you How like, can you offer out? that? Well, you know, sorry, this one sold out. Do you want a discount on another item instead? I wonder if just that so you work. can hear them say cancel it, so it's not a ding on you. <laughs> I mean, yes, I've done that. I mean, that would work too, but that was that's the only I reason I've ever done that. Like, I'll offer them something, and then they're like, "Oh no, go ahead and cancel it," and that way I can select buyer requested or cancel. Sure, I've done that. Yeah, um, but you have to ship within your handling time, so I don't know how you would do that. Oh, I guess yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I have done a rain check at the store before. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, when and gone there and which is just when they get them in stock again, you get them for that price. Yeah. Yes. You know, but a lot of things on Black Friday, they won't do rain checks. Yeah, Are you all standing in line? Like, is there something even if you're not staying in line, is there something that you have to get today for Black Friday? Like that you're I have to get this. We, we it's a family outing so we go every year whether we need something or not is there anything oh. you need need as like a gift or for you yeah that we go hang out to get so we'll go to menards we don't have menards in yeah. colorado um yeah, and they've always got really, yeah we've always got they've always got great stuff so we'll we'll go just for the you know, the spirit and the event of it. And, um, no one thing that you're like, mm -mm, I need to see if anyone has an Oculus on a great black Friday sale. Oh. Do, do you go and look at the ads prior to like on, I um, used black to Friday more. Ads? I haven't really, when I opened up my Walmart app yesterday, it was all glitter and stuff. It was like black Friday deals. And Israel goes, I didn't know you had that game. And I'm like, oh. it's not a game. It was the Walmart app. <laughs> yeah. Though I have it's to say, game. We got, um, Walmart's been having their Black Friday deals for a couple weeks that they've had like a weekly sale and we got them something. It is a shark, um, vacuum. It's like cordless. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's normally like $280 and it was 
um, on sale like a week ago for $144. So I was like, we really would want that. Cause if you don't have to like pull out the vacuum all the time and plug it in and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh, ladies, I'm in love with this thing. I will vacuum I have a everything cordless. Yeah. It's one of yeah. the best cleaning tools I've ever invested in my amazing whole life. Amazing to a have a cordless. Vacuum. You just, and it goes from floor to carpeting everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you, like, Change your do life. you use that in your car too? Isn't it small mm -hmm. enough that you can put you it could. in there? Yeah. yeah, you can pick it up, do it on your couch. I mean, whatever. It's like so amazing. Now, yeah, and Drew, Dyson, but I did get the shark, and it's highly recommended. Okay, Drew, um, I got my Dyson on eBay on the Dyson store because they always have the best um, wow. discounts. I buy everything on eBay if I can. And then, um, Drew, you know, being an electrician, he put the charging station, mounted it in my closet. So you open up the hall closet and charge it in there. So everything's tucked away. And the biggest thing is, though, um, and I'll give you this advice because the shark's probably the same way. The negative um, in the reviews was that the battery uh, will eventually just conk out on you, but it's because people will run them down all the way and then go put them on the charger. That sounds like it makes sense, but it's the worst thing you could do for a battery like that because when it, you run it all the way down, it gets hot and it needs to cool off before you put it on the charger. So people are killing their batteries because they're overheating. And oh. so if you run it all the way down, first of all, try not to do that. But if you do right. let it cool off, let it sit on the floor for a like. 20, 30 minutes, come back later and then plug it up. Okay. Oh. Mine has lasted years. And a lot of people are like, would complain about the Dyson batteries. Don't use it all the way and then plug it up because you're going to kill right. your battery. Okay. It's kind of like having your laptop plugged in all the time. And eventually you have to have it plugged in all the time because you killed your battery. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Black Friday deal. If anyone needs... And editing, a lot of people are doing YouTube. Check mm -hmm. Wondershare Filmora today. Um, I looked earlier in the week, and it was for the perpetual license, meaning forever, it was only $79. Yeah. And so they might be even having a better deal today. I haven't looked yet. So definitely check that out if you're looking for mm -hmm. an editing software, amazing software. And if you get the perpetual license, every time they do an upgrade, you get it for free. It's not like Microsoft products where you have to buy every single upgrade. No, yeah. it's for free. So highly, highly recommend it in case you anyone's looking for that. You guys, I am so grateful that we got to hang out today. Ooh, I'm grateful for that. That's my Thanksgiving belated thank you <laughs> that we get to hang out together. And I'm, I think that it is amazing that things that have changed this year, that the three of us who didn't hang out hardly at all. And now look at us. We're like, no. and we, you know, I'm so, I'm so grateful that we have each other. Yeah. 2022 has been like a strange year for me in a lot of ways because like 23 is my number. It just is. And I'm like realizing that more and more. And I know, like, I know 2023 is going to be the best year of my life. And, but so many things have happened in 22 that I know deep down is like God's preparation for 23. But like, it's just been such a weird year because while like a lot of really good relationships have forged, a lot have been severed for me this year. Mm -hmm. And like that pruning is, it's difficult. It's, di you know, so I'm thankful, yeah, to have people to like, forge through to like the better things that are to come. Cause I just know that this next year is going to be the best ever. So it's, it's, I'm grateful to be surrounded by people that like want to see you in those places and like want to see 
Like, cause when you prune something, it's not always pretty at first. And then wow. you know what it's going to, you know, it's like trust the process, right? Yeah. 2022 mm -hmm. has been a lot of trusting the process for me, but I know that 23 is going to like blossom all that pruning, right? I think so. <laughs> it's so funny that 23 is your number, Rachel. 23 is my birthday. And my birthday my too. Number. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah 20, uh, so yeah, I think big things are on the horizon. For I know I'm like so excited and I'm uh, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, wait, I could do this next year too. And I could do this and like really concrete and like cement the fact that it's going to be the best year in like multiple yeah. facets and multiple areas of life. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to next year. And I know we still have so much of this year left. Though. I know. But it seems like once we get to Thanksgiving, we're all looking to, you know, it's all holiday and then it's next year. So it's going to, yeah. it'll be here before you know it. So big plans for 2023 for all three of us, I think. And I hope for everyone watching us too, but keep that in mind. Like as we go on throughout the year, we'll start talking about goals and things we want to accomplish. And um yeah, I think it's going to be great. And we have each other and we support everyone in here. We're so glad you're here. It means mm -hmm. a lot to us. Talking about how, like, as, as I feel like after Halloween, everything Christmas already starts, but we just yeah. took a break today and yesterday for Thanksgiving. But like today, I don't know if everyone watching, if your elves came back today, but mine did. My kids' elves came back. And um, that is just like so fun. I don't know if elves visited from the North Pole when y'all's kids were little. We didn't have elves who visited when I was a kid, but I, it's so fun that my kids get in the same ones, come back to our house. Like, I don't know. Nice. They come back every year. We have, um, Finn and Rudy and oh, they, so cute. they get into some mischief though. Like one of them drove my car into the yard one year. And when we woke up, the car was like in the yard facing the house. And the little guy had his hands on the steering wheel. No way. Wow. You're definitely going to have to keep us updated. Oh, my gosh. What's happening like, with your elf this year? I hope it'll be yeah. on your Instagram because I, it will be. And I love to see yeah. other people's ideas because um, those sometimes those, they're helpful. So yeah. if you want to see what our crazy elves are up, be sure. To follow I have along. a I have a whole Pinterest page just dedicated to that little silly elf. It's fun to watch really? people. Yeah, love it's that. Really good ideas. So very cool. Good. Well, you guys have a super great Black Friday. I hope you have a even better um, Small Business Saturday and um, Secondhand Sunday and Cyber Monday, and that you guys have a great week. And I will see you guys later. Bye, friends. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. Oh, we, just had the, we just had the biggest meal yesterday. We were all at the table and we're going to not say it. <laughs> what? We almost forgot. Sorry. See, that's what happened you let, when you let me lead. <laughs> okay. So does anybody just want to say it? Or are we all going to try to do it together? I hope you keep all of this in. And we're like, blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. Ready? One, two, three. You can, you sit, can with sit with us. us. You can sit with us. <laughs> you know it. <laughs>